that's so <laughs> disappointing. <laughs> Caitlin has a mug and I have a can. <laughs> it sounds terrible. It was Aww. like a want. Yeah. <laughs> we should have brought like a cup on the side for you to just yeah, clean the cup. I actually debated pouring this into a cup, but then I wasn't sure how it would go. Oh, if the bubble would come. Yeah. Through the, although if you're drinking it, the bubble would have to come out. Yeah. I don't know. Well, what are you drinking since we're talking about boba yeah. but a can? So I had a bad day on Friday and Caitlin was super nice and went out and got me this Paca's bubble tea brown sugar flavor with tapioca pearls. It's just, in a can. Yeah. It's like it's just brown sugar boba tea. Yeah. In a can. And I didn't know they made them in a can. I was I curious. Didn't yeah. So it made my day better. Um, it tastes okay, I think. <laughs> um, it says yeah. to shake well, and then it kind of tastes like some of the the boba things um, disintegrated or busted in it. So it just tastes like tapioca jelly on top of the boba tea. Um, but I mean, like, the tea itself is good. I don't know. If it's it settles bad. back down where you're not drinking the Then it would the be a boba. lot better, yeah. <laughs> I don't mind eating the boba The things. tapioca pearls. Yeah, I don't like drinking them. No. Yeah. How about you, Caitlin? What are you drinking? Oh, decaf coffee. There so neither go. one of us is steeping there anything. There is no tea today. <laughs> there was some brewing with the coffee, but I, yeah, I just... Yeah. I've got to straight... I've, I've straightened up my tea collection, but there I haven't, go. like, refreshed it with some new tea... Oh, did you ever get no. any of that raspberry leaf tea that we talked about? No, because I forgot. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> so, my yeah. my baby, at this point, it is June 10th when we are recording this, and yes. my baby is still not born. <laughs> we really thought. I really thought, right yeah. Yeah. I was, I was I really betting probably be this night. weekend. Yeah. But it's not happened yet, and mm, I'm getting that. more and more achy and tired and annoyed by everything by the minute. I feel like I've been sitting here looking at it. It looks like he's lower. I didn't notice it as much until I saw you sitting, but It's more obvious when I'm sitting. Yeah. But I also can't catch my breath half the time. I can't bend over to get anything because then he readjusts and then it's hard for me to stand back up. (laughs) We still have to chase a two-year-old around. Girl, I don't know how you pick your daughter up right now. I don't know either. It's a very slow process. (laughs) I tried to get her to stand on the couch before I pick her up so at least I'm not going from the floor. I saw you pick her up on last Sunday, and I was like, dang. Use the back and the arms. Yeah. I have no abs anymore, so. It's like when they say, though, that, you know, when you're pregnant, you're not supposed to lift above a certain weight. I'm like, that does not account for anything after the first child, I feel like. Right. <laughs> Once you have and more And this than child, one. I'm like, oh, so my first one was, she was small. She was two and a half weeks so early. Small, yeah. She was, like, borderline preemie size because mm-hmm. she fit like newborn onesies were too big for her. Yeah. Um so she was so she small. was small. Yeah. And this one I'm like, oh no, what if he's <laughs> seven pounds? Because for me that seems so big because I mean, that's like two pounds more than your than what she was, was. Yeah. yeah. So it seems so big and I'm like, I don't wanna push that out <laughs> Has the doctor given you a weight yet? An no. Weight? And when he measures this is what I'm gonna ask him if I'm yeah. still pregnant by Monday. <laughs> That's my next appointment. So if I'm still pregnant by Monday, I'm going to ask him and say, so. Because when he's measured, like, they do the Mm -hmm. fundal height, which is from your pubic bone to the top of, like, uh, right below your sternum to the top of your bump. Okay, yeah. 
And so there's like average sizes for mm-hmm. like what your stomach should be at that point to yeah. know if the baby's on track or if they're too small or too big. Mm-hmm. And I think they have estimates of weight based on that. Okay. Um, because they were pretty dead on with my sister-in-law's baby on see, like knowing how much she was, and that's about how big and, their baby was. See, was I don't born. know if it's because I just don't ask. Yeah. If I have to ask to get that information, or if well, some doctors has, just like, say really big babies, and mm-hmm. so they're like really keeping an eye on it. So it makes sense that they would. Yeah, they tell haven't really her, because but, my first one was so small. It yeah. makes sense why they're like. I'd be so curious. Not too concerned. Though. But I'm going to ask him the next time because he's, this last one he said, oh, that's perfect. And I'm thinking, I am huge compared to last time. How is this perfect for this stage of the pregnancy when I am so different? <laughs> because you, you still technically have two weeks left Yes. Though. And they said I was on target with my first two yeah. for the fundal height. Yeah. So. You were so small with her though yes. too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, where's the logic? <laughs> How big is this baby going to be? What? Well, hopefully we'll know soon. <laughs> I just get bored already. <laughs> I'm just, uh, I'm tired. Yeah. And I stay tired. <laughs> You're carrying around a whole other human. I'm carrying on a watermelon. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's Sometimes about it. Sometimes I feel it. like yeah. I have to hold my stomach while I'm walking <laughs> to prevent my bladder from being oh. smushed in half. Because even if I've had to go to the bathroom... I have to go back again five minutes later for a teaspoon. <laughs> Anyways, this doesn't relate at all to the episodes of Craycross that we're talking about. No, there are no babies it, it in these does episodes. relate with the fact that this is our last Craycross episode before we go on hiatus for now obvious reasons of Caitlin's just about due. Um, <laughs> and I'm just about done. <laughs> so we're going to let her have maternity leave as we've talked about before. So And this is our last, last episode of, Krankratz. well, sort of last episode of season one. We'll have a hiatus announcement that'll come out Mm -hmm. the week following this episode, but it'll be like a 10 minute episode. Be like a, hi, peace out. Baby's here. Peace out, Cub Scout. Hopefully baby's here. Maybe my water will break while we're talking. That would be interesting. I actually thought about that earlier. I was like, oh no, there's carpet in her closet. That'd be a mess, but the baby'd be here. That's true. I'd be, it'd be kind of fun. I'd be calling my mom saying, mom, do you know how to clean amniotic fluid out of carpet? <laughs> I bet you she'd probably know, but then she'd also be freaking out at the same time. Yeah. But also, <laughs> I don't want any... They've been told from the get-go with my yeah. first baby and with this one, no one is in the room with me during labor except for my husband. Yeah. yeah. I, don't I don't because I will... I will not be nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> my husband is good about giving me space to... <laughs> He's so chill. Be upset about things, but he's also so laid back, he's not going to hover over me. No. Be like, you <laughs> During do your the thing. first time, well, there's like four doctors and nurses at my feet while I'm pushing my firstborn out, and I only have one free hand, and my yeah. husband is holding that hand, and my hair was, I had braided my hair back because I can't stand when I'm laying on a bed, and I can mm. feel my hair on my neck. Oh. Yeah. Makes me irrationally angry. Um, you're already irrationally but, angry at that moment. Yes. <laughs> rationally angry. Let me correct that. It's not irrational. But I had braided my hair back while I was having contractions because highly impressive. I was dressed for work <laughs> by the time we were like, oh, the baby's coming. <laughs> and so he's standing there holding my hand and then petting the small section of hair that he can the entire time just so he know. I know that he's there, but he's not saying anything. <laughs> he's just this one little section of my head. It's, it was simultaneously sweet 
But also, like... <laughs> like, he... I wanted him there, but he was uh-huh. also like, I ain't going anywhere near the foot of the bed. I was like, please don't. I don't want you to see me any differently. <laughs> I'm one of those people that, like, if I'm in pain... It's a, no one is touching me, mm-hmm. or I will kill you, but and I, I just need to breathe through it. And so I've already told my husband, when we have a kid, please don't hold my hand. Please don't touch me. Well, I was squeezing <laughs> the daylight out of his hand. There. Oh, I wouldn't but... even want that. I'd be like, just stand there so I can see you, but, like, don't touch me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't know how I would be because I'm about the same way when it's, like, hot or pain or anything yeah like, any sort of uncomfort i'm like don't oh, touch yeah. me oh, let yeah. me let me be I but like a i was squeezing the daylights out of his hand and then there was a nurse on the right and i think she was like kind of holding my hand but also like to like tap me or get my attention because like they tell you like when to push or stuff oh, okay, yeah. because especially when you have an epidural because i had an epidural you yeah. can't quite mm. totally feel when the contraction's yeah. hitting so they're watching the monitor oh. um it's a bit different i thought about going without an epidural but i'm like uh, <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> <laughs> so, but then there was a nurse at each foot, and my foot are in the stirrups, like the horrifying women's doctor appointments you have to go for. Oh, really? Just no, just no speculum because there's that's uh, yeah <laughs> pushing a human out, and then the doctor's down there. So I'm like, what's modesty at this point? <laughs> Everything's out there. Seen everything, <laughs> and it. I mean, at least for me, it stayed that way for a bit afterwards. I like we had some that, people yeah. come in, like. We, we had um, someone come to help me when I was breastfeeding. Um, and she's like, well, can we? And I was like, just popping things out so that... Well, I mean, of course, the baby's right there. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like, here, yeah. just look. But I was like, nah, there we go. <laughs> I just had five people down looking at, at a very <laughs> open version of my lower half. <laughs> At least you know that they're just like, eh, it's another one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's their job. So, yeah. and the maternity ward at our hospital is like the top one in the state. I so, it was that nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were like, that's, yeah. that's the best thing that's about the, the hospital. Thing they do well. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> if you have anything, anything else, else, go somewhere else. Yeah, go to the bigger city to the east. <laughs> well, we can deliver some babies. <laughs> and I knew one of the nurses um, by oh. proxy of okay. she. Um, is either engaged or married now mm-hmm. to the son of the manager of another branch. <laughs> it's, like, what is that, it, like a third degree connection? Sort of. I'd met him before because he'd come oh, okay. into where I used to work. Yeah. And so I knew him just from where he'd come in yeah. um, when he had to do stuff with his accounts. Um, but I, that it was that connection. We're like, oh, we both know so-and-so. Yeah. Who is the son of so-and-so? Mm-hmm. <laughs> So it was, it was me. She was, she was great. She was also my discharge nurse. Mm -hmm. I was like, do you have to go home? Can you just stay with me the entire time? I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) Anyways, enough about birth and pregnancy. (laughs) That's your, it's the last episode of season one. They can deal with it. (laughs) We have birthed a whole season of a podcast. There we go. How many months has it been? It's been 10 because we started in September. So you've got two. So, 40 we weeks. started around the same 40 time weeks. you got pregnant. This is the gestational period. Oh my gosh, we did. We did. Do you remember? That's it. I right. remember that phone call. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we're talking about Crank Rats, episodes 18, 18 to 20. 20. Woohoo! Yeah. Episode 18. 
Torin is brooding, and Magda finds her sitting on top of a statue. Magda asks Torin what's troubling her and tells her that her bonded needs her, but Hunter is relying on her to be available in case he also needs help. Magda encourages her to go to Celine and says she will look out for Hunter, and he understands better than anyone the importance of caring for your bonded. We switch over to Maddie, who has entered the top tier of Bannenberg for her date. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's uncomfortable with the extravagance, but to be honest, so would I be. Yeah. Um, Maddie runs into Idonia when they enter the restaurant. Idonia is curious about Maddie's choice of Leon, but Maddie tells her that she's being underhanded, which makes more sense, and Idonia is glad to hear. <laughs> Idonia then introduces Maddie to her date, who is Colonel Ruxton. Dun, dun, dun. The semi-okay one. Yeah, the like... The lighter shade of gray. gray. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's not charcoal. <laughs> That's true. It's like a middling shade of gray. Yeah, the the other one, his name, oh, Marius. Mm-hmm. And he the really bad one. Yeah. yeah. He's like charcoal. And Silas. Silas is just like black. Like yeah. he is like evil. The dark soul. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> uh Leon comes back with Maddie's wine, glaring at Ruxton, and they are seated at their table. They finish their meal, which Maddie did not enjoy, and Leon reveals he served in the military with Harley and he was in the veterinary regiment before all the horses died. Hmm, sad. We find out that Leon has a prosthetic leg, and Maddie realizes he was the one who gave Harley the weapon to use on Jack. Idonia stumbles over, pretending to be very drunk, and suddenly asks Maddie if she wants to go home. And she says yes, so Idonia spills her wine down the back of Maddie's dress. Ruxton calls Idonia out on not being that drunk, and she alluded to the fact that she knows he that she knows he helped Eva escape. He asks what she wants, and she tells him she wants him for now. Wow, wow, wow. Do we need to turn the screen sideways so we can see both of our comments? We might need to. Yeah. I've not been wanting to turn, though, the last couple times. I know, but I hate that we can't see both of ours on the screen. I don't know why it's been doing this. So I thought that, um, I feel like I probably said something about it in comments, but to cover the time while Caitlin figures out how to flip the screen. Um, This is where we really get into uh, the interesting portion of Leon being revealed to be a veterinarian. Um, and how he served until all the horses died. But we have that thing that we talked about in our last Crankrats episode where he talked about how animals don't really like him. And I always thought that Mm -hmm. that was really weird and suspicious, knowing that he used to be a veterinarian, but animals don't like him. Yeah, although I guess they don't always... Probably don't always like veterinarians veterinarians i know bailey doesn't like the veterinarians i feel like once they're in a veterinarian situation where they're being examined i could get that but just in general animals not liking you also if you knew animals didn't like you why would you want to be a vet that also feels weird you know it's i don't know that just it seemed fishy to me personally they switch orientation and then it says do you want to keep the new settings Changing back in 15 seconds. Unless you say that you want to keep your change of settings. Ugh. So that's (laughs) annoying. (laughs) Anyways. Anyways, We we can can see our comments. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I had a laugh about Magda. 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 Mm -hmm. Whatever. And the shaving comment. (laughs) (laughs) I thought her comment about young people. The more troubled they are, the higher they go. I thought that was funny, too. Feels uh-huh. accurate. Yes. <laughs> but I also totally missed the first time around that Magda was the one who trained Hunter. Um, and I thought that that was even more interesting. That was mm. a nice little tidbit. 
Um, I like that she calls him a little wolf. I know. It's I think so it's cute. It's cute, but also very like mom. Yeah. <laughs> and it's been a while since we recorded, and since we're up to date on reading, um, I'm trying to like remember what's already been revealed. But it, I love the like casual hint or Easter egg with um, the comment about Hunter and his bonded. Mm. And like Hunter knows the importance mm. of caring for well, your bond. We know that has like, not ah! that has not been revealed at this point. I know. Um, but I. Ah! <laughs> this is why I was freaking out one of the last yeah. times we recorded because you hadn't caught up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, when you blacked out a comment. <laughs> <laughs> because I was like, this is such juicy detail that uh-huh. I can't talk about. <laughs> oh, I thought you would appreciate this too. So. Whenever Maddie and Leon go on their date, it reminds me of that Voila song that you introduced me to about the guy knowing a girl better than her boyfriend. <laughs> it's like, Caitlin, I require your singing voice here. <laughs> oh, that's the Figure You Out song? Uh-huh. That, okay, so as much as I like that song, it also just makes me laugh. Because I'm like, what a thing to compare. And I just also crack up at the part where he talks about... Um, he got her a, it's like a specific car, mm-hmm. but you like to tandem bike. Yeah, I was like, mm. <laughs> you can tell he's talking about somebody specific yeah. because normally you would compare like different types of cars. Yeah. Not a car to a tandem bicycle. Yeah. It also makes me think of this other song, which doesn't connect at all, but it's this guy talking about like, um, I guess he's not with person that he will like he mm-hmm. split from someone okay. yeah i don't know if they were like ever together or if it whatever it was in the yeah. song but he's like he's talking about pineapple drinks and malibu and like with the rest of the song and i'm like it doesn't fit at all because i'd be <laughs> feeling more of like a like a bouncy or more of a yeah. reggae type uh-huh. beat and it was very much not it was like it's so specific but it's specific in a weird way. Yeah. Not specific in a, this is good specifics mm-hmm. for storytelling. It's just, it just doesn't fit the whole vibe. Because yeah. the song does not feel tropical at all. And when you yeah. talk about pineapple yeah. and Malibu, you're wanting to feel like beachy, feels like beachy. tropical yeah. type of thing. <laughs> so no. it's just, it just makes me chuckle. Uh, <laughs> I'll have to play that song for you. Please do. I'll you can to. add it to the playlist. Well, we'll have to make I haven't added it because I was like, I just can't take it seriously. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to even see if I can remember what the song's called. Yeah. Maybe we just need a shared just playlist Google on Spotify it. that's just a, you need to listen to this playlist, <laughs> and after the other one listens to it, we can take it off the list. <laughs> Matt or just send a, send a link to the song. Mm, that's true. But see, for me, because I don't pay for it. It won't play straight to it when you click the link? Uh, I don't know if it will I, I don't think it does or it'll like play a small clip or it'll take me to like the screen that you can play it but it's still like a shuffle thing I usually have to go YouTube it if you send me one mm. yeah Boo. I know right I've kind of debated paying for it I've said this whole time I'm not gonna do it Man. and then I started thinking of the situation of like when we have kids the amount of terrible ads I get on Spotify mm. for no reason that I'm like I would not a child to hear this like See, if I'm in the car and playing Spotify like no I love it because I can skip around whatever I want yeah. I can pick whatever songs I want to play we I feel like I would just we have the Spotify the duo because yeah. my husband will listen to it. and I don't know if that's still a deal or not but my husband doesn't listen to Spotify well because mine listens to podcasts while he's working oh yeah so he doesn't have to worry about which podcasts have their own ads mm-hmm. but still not as many yeah not yeah not as many and they're normally 
something the podcasters approved. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But the amount of times we've had to skip around to songs mm-hmm. or like put on a lullaby stuff and you don't want something to wake the baby yeah. up. <laughs> or they also have dryer noise on Spotify. Oh, did they really? <laughs> because I found it when I was scrolling through my playlist the other yeah. day and I was like, oh, I forgot oh. about this. That or like thunderstorms. So it's good yeah. like to have in the car when huh. you're on a long trip with a small bean. <laughs> I've been debating it. Once we have a kid, I'll, I'll check back in with you. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. Back to the story. <laughs> um, I love how women have such just a way of communicating with each other about men mm-hmm. in weird situations. Like, oh, this yeah. is an interesting choice of date you have there. It's very much the girls supporting girls. Yeah. Women supporting women. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. And then when Maddie's like, no, I'm just being sneaky. She's like, okay, good. That makes a lot more sense. Oh, she's I'm very like, glad about this. go, good job. <laughs> but then she's also 100% there for Maddie when mm-hmm. she can tell that it's Maddie's she's uncomfortable. uncomfortable and she gets her out, even though it makes Idonia look really bad in the process. I like, don't think Idonia cares about looking drunk. No. But I mean, like props to her for that as well, because then she's using the fact that she doesn't care to help Maddie, who really would care. Yeah. And yeah. Idonia is also like, she's one of my favorite side characters. Yeah. I just, same. I really enjoy her character. She's very yeah. much a flawed character. Mm-hmm. But... The information you get about her later mm-hmm. makes her an even more well-rounded character, mm-hmm. which is fascinating. Yes. Yeah. She feels like a very, very realistic, which this webtoon mm-hmm. does a good job of anyways, of making yeah. people feel really realistic. Mm-hmm. Even like Marius, because yeah. he's got his reasons mm-hmm. for being so hateful towards Altavians yeah. and crank rats in general mm-hmm. and wanting to use them for his own purposes everyone's so, pretty gray even though his intense. reasons are wrong yeah we don't like him but he does have his reasons yeah so. <laughs> um but the where idonia is introducing ruxton it's a crossover that i wouldn't have expected no it's and i remember when i read this the first time i was like Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I love the that. The plot thickens. I know. <laughs> but it also is a neat way to have those two worlds tie mm-hmm. that isn't through Jack. Yeah. Because normally you're going to think it's going to be through Jack because of, or Jonathan, uh-huh. <laughs> because of um, him being the crank rat. Yeah. And they know he's the crank rat. It's such a good example of like, it's just a really small world. But mm-hmm. also how many parallel storylines there are going on, which kind of makes it feel more realistic too, because mm-hmm. everyone has their own storyline. You know, in a lot of books, everything just revolves around the main character. But with this, everyone's on their own journey, and you just get like sneak peeks of each side of it, mm-hmm. and you're like, whoa, like there's this whole incredible world going on. Hopefully, it doesn't come through. It might, but the humming noise in the background is my father in law mowing the grass. I was curious about that. So it sounded like a, a mower, but yeah, I didn't he was. Know who would be he said he wasn't on. going to mow too much today. Yeah, well, they're building the deck but, there, so I didn't. So think he may he not would. be mowing because it's not yeah. the grass hasn't grown too much. But yeah, it's not we do bad. live on some pretty fertile soil, so it doesn't take long for the grass to grow really well. It's also that time of year. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> mowing every other day practically. Mm. So if there is a humming in the background. Don't. Enjoy the white noise. Yeah. <laughs> Don't mind us. It's just the South. <laughs> Anyways. The tension between Leon and Ruxton. I was found that really very interesting. Yeah. Because he does not seem very happy to see Ruxton at all. I know, and I don't know if it's just... was it, Is it just the war that they don't like each other, or do you think there's more to it? Could it could be, or... or if... Because there are times that we see, like... 
Marius in current episodes mm-hmm. is very much on the mechanic mechanical, however you say it, side. Mm-hmm. So if there was something done to underhanded to get rid of the real horses, mm, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. That and that. But it looked like it came through Leon and not yeah. Marius. That could be why animals don't like him, and it could be um, it could be part of the dislike because uh, Ruxton has aligned himself with Marius, even though he yeah. doesn't agree with a lot of what he's done. That's an interesting so, idea. I like it. I'm I just gonna, came up I'm with it. Think on that for a little bit. <laughs> I like it. I mean, it might not be close at all, but. I feel like it's a it feels like it a decent though. theory. Yeah. Even if it's not right, it feels canon enough that I'm okay with it. <laughs> Until proven otherwise. There we go. <laughs> um I could totally see. A lot see. of my comments are just like like stream of consciousness like yeah. oh, the man with the leg. <laughs> the or, with the leg. Let's go, I don't ya. I could totally see Maddie being the type of person to, like, try and take some of the food home with her and, like, sneak it in her purse or something to share with the others if she thought she could get away with it. Oh, yeah. And I love the small detail, too, that Maddie didn't actually like the food because it was too rich. Mm. Like, that's such a good detail about her Literally character. and figuratively. Yeah. But I feel like there's a very clear difference because, like, we watch a lot of Food Network. Yeah. And, like, you can really tell when some, like, richy rich chef is making mm. food. And it's good, but then you get, like, a home cook on there, and they're mm-hmm. making something that is, like, well-loved. Butter. <laughs> well, not even just butter, but yeah. just, like, almost more nostalgic mm-hmm. type of, like, down-home cooking. Mm-hmm. And not even southern cooking, even though that is pretty up That's there. That's nostalgic for us. <laughs> yes, but, like, just in general, like, meals that your mother made type mm-hmm. of thing. And those always as long as they're done well, always Mm -hmm. and forever hit way higher than any of the elevated richy rich food. Yeah. So. I I don't know. That would be my opinion Especially with her family being in the outer reaches. Yeah. um, That they wouldn't have had access to a lot of the nicer, spendier Mm -hmm. foods because her family was struggling monetarily and, um, it was just out where they couldn't get to it. Mm-hmm. So And being in the bar now, I mean, it's probably about the same as what she had at home. I mean, mm-hmm. it looks like she eats a lot of, like, toast and tea and all that. And I mean, mm-hmm. maybe that's just a cultural thing, too. But, I mean, she's I not like eating, toast. like, fancy <laughs> breakfasts. And it yeah. looks like she knows how to cook herself. So mm-hmm. she probably helps with that. It was just yeah. a nice little detail. Yes. Um... I think my last comment is just, I'm a fan of Idonia. <laughs> <Seems It's> really... <laughs> my last comment's actually the opposite. So I like Idonia. But this time through, is she, I feel like I'm thinking more about her. Because I was like, mm. how did she know about Eva? And then the longer I thought about it, it felt really kind of icky. I thought she knew about how Ruxton, like, because he was there whenever Maddie got off the ship. Mm-hmm. So he knows Maddie already. I thought it was referring yeah. to that. I didn't think it was referring with Eva. Oh, I thought she was saying that she knew that Ruxton helped Eva escape. Oh, see, I was reading it like she like she knew Ruxton helped Maddie mm. not have to because Maddie yeah. had technically rioted on the ship. Yeah. So I think I think she was talking about she knew that mm. he had helped her out. That would make a and little more sense. And she is connected because yeah. if she's connected with the bar, they know she's connected with Jack. So they yeah. know she's connected with the crank rat, whether or not mm. she knows he's the crank rat. Yeah. 
But then the fact that I just thought it felt kind of icky that Idonia is kind of blackmailing Ruxton and then she wants sexual favors. And it seems like he doesn't mind. I think they're already in a relationship. It, yeah, I don't know. It just, the whole thing, I was like, everyone's morally gray. I don't mm. quite know I how I feel about time this. Reading through, but... I wasn't sure how I felt about her. I yeah. knew that I wanted to like her, yeah. but I wasn't quite sure about her character. But reading it through, like, where we're reading through what we've already read before, like... Yeah. I'm not I'm really almost, having to question too much. Yeah, but I think that's almost made me kind of flipped on her, where I liked her more the first time through, yeah, but now having more information about her and going back, I'm like, I'm a lot more suspicious and, like, I don't quite know how I feel about her now. I've also I mean, I don't been... dislike her, but I'm just seeing, I feel like yeah. she's getting darker gray the more mm-hmm. I read through it, and so I'm like, I don't know how I feel. I don't know. I'm questioning see you've read through it re- more recently That's than true. i have yeah. so she's not been in a lot of the recent ep- in like no, the recent stuff so i've not really yeah <laughs> i've kind of been like it's probably been a uh, while since you've read about her yeah yeah whereas those yeah were a lot more recent for me yeah yeah interesting because i'm like re-remembering all these things as we come to them because i haven't yeah. reread through i still need to still need to read nicks i keep forgetting I'm caught oh, up on yeah. Mr. Velia. Yeah, but... the, the, another one of those just released this morning. Yes. I was good. like, ooh, I'm waiting wanna... for the next one because I want to see I the resolution know. to what all this is happening. I kind of want to go back and binge all of them again mm. because they're so, I mean, they're so short, but it makes it so good when you go back and read a bunch of them back to back and you like realize the it's plot kind of like the more. Gentle Way does where they upload the little yes, pieces and then they the upload snippet. the whole episode mm-hmm. at one time. I like that. Mm-hmm. I caught you yawning. I apologize. That's fine. <laughs> Episode 19. Why am I not yawning? Fair. <laughs> Jack wakes up from his nightmare and Maddie is there. She tells him that he never told her Leon knew about him. Oh, and Jack. Yes. That Leon what? knew about him and Jack kind of shrugs it off. Maddie tells him to go back to sleep before anyone sees him glowing and he asks how her date went. She smiles and says that Leon wasn't her type, <laughs> and Jack begins to question what her type is. Him. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie stops by Harley's office and tells him that she thinks she saw Jack go down to the cellar where a new shipment was in, and Harley runs off. Maddie starts rifling through Harley's desk, finds the gun to use on Jack, and a hidden compartment with notes on the generator, and she decides to go to Alfie for help. Maddie goes to Alfie's house and bangs on the door until he answers. Alfie plans on closing the door in her face until she tells him that she wants to talk about Harley. Maddie explains to Alfie and Brager, and Alfie asks why she cares about Jack. She tells him that she just does, and Alfie mentions that of course Harley is using Jack. He's never been opposed to slavery before. Maddie calls him out on having Brager, but Alfie tells her that it's in name only, and Brager really runs the show. (laughs) And he's like (laughs) nodding in the background. (laughs) Alfie tells her that Harley is selfish and has always been that way. He'd trample anyone in his path to get what he wants. He reveals that Harley's severance package from the army wasn't large, and even with their inheritance, it was barely enough to buy the Carnelian, which is the bar, and it's widely suspected he had other avenues of revenue and or Leon cooks the books. Alfie asks Maddie to get the account paperwork from Harley so they can blackmail him and shut down the bar, but Maddie and Brager refuse. Alfie changes the plan so he can get his inheritance back, and he can take over the bar instead, and Maddie then agrees. 
We switch over to Altavia, where Sigvald and his partner are acting as guards for the village and Eva when Torin arrives. Celine begins to explain the situation with Eva when Celine's daughter comes running into the room, followed by Eva. Torin immediately pulls her dagger and goes into protect mode when she sees Eva. Da-da-da. So I, I actually have a comment here that this is the first set of episodes where Cat Ellis started combining her short pages into longer panels for Webtoon, mm. and I really liked it. <laughs> yes. I remember when I got to those, I was like, this is so nice. I know. <laughs> then it felt like we were only having to do, like, five of her uploads Our summaries of, like, weren't 30. as long. Yeah. Which, I think it's because we weren't feeling like we had to have something for Put something upload. for each upload, yeah. yeah. Which then makes them really long, mm-hmm. and it's just... It's nice. It also yeah. saves a lot of time yeah. <laughs> when we're taking notes. Uh, so I think in our pages we'll say that it's like page 100 something to, you know, whatever ending page it is. To. And she's also hit a thousand pages total of Crank Rats. I know. So on like, Patreon, look at yeah, It's incredible. So on Patreon, when she uploads them, it's still the individual pages, but then Mm -hmm. she uploads multiple times a week. So then when you're on Webtoon, she combines the ones that she has done all week into a single panel and uploads that. Mm -hmm. So if you follow her on Patreon, then you get to see the little, like, each page at a time, multiple times a week. And you're also ahead of where Webtoon is. Yeah, because she's over a thousand pages in. And it's just crazy. I very much enjoy being ahead of Oh Web yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's like maybe a solid almost like year ahead or so. Well, I don't think a year. Really? It feels like a... it's really far ahead. Because know. she's updating them at the same time too, so it'll mm-hmm. never be completely caught up with where Patreon is. Yeah. I Until guess she sort pictures of. it out, yeah. yeah. Anyways. I don't know. I enjoy it <laughs> very much. I loved the zoomed out side by side of Maddie with Jack because mm-hmm. most of the time I forget what the size difference actually yeah. is between them. Because Altavians are just also tend to be taller mm-hmm. and stronger Even looking small in general. Altavian, and mm-hmm. he's still just massive compared to yeah. Maddie. I love it. Which is also just cute. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I have a bias towards that seeing as my husband's <laughs> a foot taller than me. <laughs> my husband's not, but I still like it. <laughs> Uh, you just get to share clothes with yours. <laughs> I know. I stole a pair of his pants today, and they fit me perfectly. I'd seen that TikTok going around a bit ago where it was like, ladies, steal your boyfriend's pants, and it'll fit like the boyfriend, like, you know, when you get the boyfriend, boyfriend cut style. of pants, which that I don't like that fits. cut. Yeah, it always weird. fits me weird. Yeah. Um, but I was like, let's just watch this happen. <laughs> and I put on a pair of my husband's jeans, and I was like, oh, boyfriend. <laughs> More like giant and small person. <laughs> because I wore a pair of his jeans one time, and they fit pretty decently, except for the difference between women's cut and men's cut. Mm-hmm. Men's cut do not have enough like material in the butt area like Mm. i'm sorry it's just allocated to the front and it needs to be allocated (laughs) to the back well you all are so also are blessed in the rear area yeah (laughs) you got the booty so it was was a little tight (laughs) but uh (laughs) but i'm wearing his sweatpants right now but i also say that i never get a crick in my neck if i am talking to him or if we're kissing or something i never get a crick in my neck because he's the same height as me and it's great <laughs> anyways <laughs> I don't but I normally if I'm talking with him I'm not standing so close that I have to crane my neck yeah that's fair so 
Kissing is a little different, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) Moving on, because Maddie and Jack are not kissing, unfortunately. No, but Jack is her type. And he's concerned about it. (laughs) I hated that Alfie got involved. Mm. I know why she did it, but like... She also doesn't quite... It's that whole of jumping into the middle of something when you don't mm-hmm. quite know all of the history, don't know everything, yeah. which, which sometimes can be good in a circumstance. Yeah, but not sometimes in this case. cannot be. Yeah, and she doesn't know the whole story with Harley, mm-hmm. even if she asked Harley because of how he is, he's not going to tell her the whole story, no. and There's the what he would tell her them. would likely not be enough to make her stop do what she stop doing what she's doing. Yeah, so, um. Yeah. <laughs> but her um, coat dress thing looks really comfortable. Mm. <laughs> I don't even remember what that looks like. Now. It was like a over, because she came straight from um, the date, so it was like that coat thing she had. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because then she had the big old stain on her dress. Yeah. And that, it just looked real fluffy and comfortable. Mm-hmm. I've, as we were talking about things that we've recently gotten from Amazon, I've yes. saved a fluffy robe that I oh, saw that I'm like, I like it. it's more than I normally spend on things, so I'm just going to continually hint about it to my husband. <laughs> or wait until it goes on a sale. <laughs> yes. I have, I do keep things on list to like eyeball them through oh, from yeah. time to time Same. and be like, all right, is this on a lightning bill yet? Yes. <laughs> Which is how I just got a lamp. <laughs> Which I'm super jealous of. Alfie is 100% me whenever I have to get out of bed or we have unexpected visitors. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I've told the story on the podcast before, but I feel like I've talked about it with you and our coworker before. Where like our next door neighbors are an elderly retired couple. So like mm-hmm. time has no meaning to mm-hmm. them and they wake up very early in the morning. Uh-huh. And so the husband wants to like help my husband like do things sometimes he's mm-hmm. very helpful very kind we appreciate it but he has stopped by at eight o'clock in the morning before and he just starts banging on the door and like ringing the doorbell and then he'll just stand there until you like get mm. up and open the door and at eight o'clock in the morning on a saturday i'm sorry but we're probably still in bed because like we don't have kids mm-hmm. so I am not expecting anyone to ring our doorbell at 8 o'clock in the morning. That's so we're, like, very, waking up. We're, like, what's going on? Also a very elderly, like, not elderly, but at yeah. least retired person of how, like, to do things. Because mm-hmm. especially if they're, like, older retired, mm-hmm. they're not used to, like, you send a text to be, like, hey, are y'all up and ready to do yeah. blah, blah, blah? And, and they're like, I'm sure they've been up for three hours already, but then it's like mm-hmm. you have to put on, like, not pajamas to go answer the door, because it, oh, it just... Because then it's very uncomfortable. Yeah, and it just, like, looks kind of weird. I don't know. It's... Uh, I feel like that's a good time for a fluffy robe. Yeah. Because then it's like, it makes you... Not for my husband, though. <laughs> well, yeah. But it makes you, like... Yeah. Can you imagine? He, I can't even imagine him coming out in like one of those fluffy spa oh towels. <laughs> that would be hilarious. like not towels, fluffy spa robes. Yeah. things. I feel like he would secretly love it for like a little bit because he'd be like, "Oh, this is really soft," and then he'd be like, "This is too hot. Get it off of me!" And he would have like sweated through it. Well, it would point. be a literally just a if someone shows up at our door, this is what I answer yeah. it until I can be fully properly clothed. <laughs> uh, anyways. 
Um, but I had a note about, I just enjoyed how Breaker, he just can't be bothered to answer the door. Oh, I know. And it really, it reinforces the whole, he runs the, the, he runs the house. Yeah. (laughs) Because he's just sitting there like, I'm going to sit here and eat my peppermint sticks, jam, whatever it was. I think this is when he was eating the jam. (laughs) He bribed with all sweets. (laughs) Oh, just jam. Yeah, I had a comment. Just jam? No bread? No toast? (laughs) How much are you craving sugar right now? <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, I made homemade strawberry jam not too long ago, and that stuff mm-hmm. is, is good. Yeah. That's how we, so anytime we introduce something new that's, like, got a sticky consistency to it to our daughter. Oh, yeah, she's um, texture thing. She's, yeah, she's weird about textures, and she's weird, we call it dip dip. She's weird about <laughs> dip dip. Um, she just doesn't, like, she, I have been a kid, and in my adult years, <laughs> I always have to have some sort you of dip. A kid. Yes. <laughs> One of those kids that uh-huh. needs some, like, you have to have something to dip your french fries or your chicken nuggets yeah. in. I've never, like, french fries, weird as it is, if I eat them by themselves, they make me feel nauseous. I've got to have something to dip hmm. them in. Yeah. I don't know if it's specifically McDonald's, because growing up, I could not, like, they really. They you made, made a lot feel. of it, though. It just comes like, y'all had to yeah. go places. But I also had dip dip with it. and stuff, yeah. <laughs> I always had ketchup, at least. And now I'm like, well, I've been missing out on things. Why did I not ever have ranch with fries? Ranch is so much ranch better than ketchup. Ranch is so good, yeah. But anyways, <laughs> so. Did your daughter like the jam? Uh, we have to give stuff to her a little bit, like on a spoon or a fork the first time, rather than oh. dip it in it, because then she won't eat it if it's on, like, oh. if you give her a biscuit and yeah. put, like, she does like apple butter, and she was yeah. licking the apple butter off the biscuit. <laughs> um, but oh, you have to funny. let her try it first yeah. before you put it on something, because if you put it on something, she will refuse to eat that because it's been contaminated with a dip dip. She's a trip. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh. but I had some of the strawberry jam on it, and I let her try a little bit, and she was like, ooh, and then she proceeded to lick the whole spoon yes. clean. And I was like, that strawberry jam, because it's like, it's good. Locally grown fresh mm-hmm. strawberries turned into like yeah. it's 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 top notch. Yeah, not to you know. Well, I love some hot homemade strawberries. Not jam. to pat myself on the back, but it is it's one of our favorites, yeah. and it's why I want to try peaches next. My mom always made homemade strawberry jam growing up because we would always there was a farm nearby, like 10, 15 minutes from our house growing up that would let you go pick the strawberries, mm. and so we would go and we have. We would keep the buckets everywhere, so we'd get a discount. That's what we do. Oh man, we, we get have four so buckets many to take buckets. Next year. Yeah, I think we would get like four buckets because I have two sisters. Each of us would have a bucket. My mom would have a bucket. We'd fill them all the way up as much as you could. She would make homemade jam, and so like eating like not homemade strawberry jam specifically anymore. It's like no, you can't yeah. go back. We had um, store bought strawberry jam all the time growing up. Yeah, but it um. It's different. Yeah, especially after having what I've made myself. I'm like, Smucker's mm-hmm. isn't the same. <laughs> it is not. It is not. <laughs> so when we're out of this, I'm going to be like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I guess we're not going to have strawberry jam until next strawberry so, season rolls around. You can freeze it. Which the farm nearby um, is, uh, they still have strawberries. And like the later in the season, the oh, sweeter yeah. they get. And mm-hmm. I'm like, my mom always froze some, so that way we'd have it year-round. Yeah. Well, I mean, when I with the way I've canned it, it's good for a whole year. It's okay, just, fair, yeah. will it make it that oh, long? Because <laughs> we've already gone, I mean, I put them in half pints, but we've already gone yeah. through like five half pints. Understandable. <laughs> it's been a month. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, 
continuing. I thought it was well, really interesting. getting very distracted. <laughs> it's interesting that Eva recognized the name Torin mm. and is worried about protecting Saline's daughter. Um, but or then Torin has... recognized Eva. Well, both. So Torin recognized Eva, but Eva heard the name Torin, and that's when Saline's daughter ran off. And I think it. I thought that it clicked in Eva's brain who Torin was, and so she ran after her, trying to protect her. But then she has to form this whole new opinion about who Torin is. Mm. Um, oh, because she's only heard it from being the husband warrior. that's very scared of. Well, also the when she's in Bannenberg, <laughs> they talk about Torin there. Because yeah. she's like a, a high up person in the military. And so torn with these these attacks and so Eva's only ever heard about her leading these attacks against the mm. um Bantarian people. Hmm. I just thought it was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know if you had anything else to add. No, 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 I was trying to remember what I'd said, but yeah. Uh, just the whole relationship with Torin and Saline and the husband whose name I can't remember. <laughs> it just cracks me oh up. Gosh, yeah. The whole Torin the bonded like, and the husband you. can just hash it out themselves. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know they get along, but mm-hmm. it's also almost like a no one will ever be good enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm her husband. Well, I'm her bonded. <laughs> I don't care if you have two children with her. You'll never be good enough. I, it's just funny. It is. Episode 20. Hunter is going through the underbelly of Vandenberg, avoiding hazers. Maddie gets back to the bar and finds Jack and Lottie cleaning. Maddie offers to clean Harley's office and searches in the process, finding a folder of information she thinks about using for blackmail material. Back in Altavia, Torin recognizes Eva and calls her out for not sharing her identity and asks if Mayfax tried to kill her as well as the prince, and asks what she's doing there. Eva explains her situation, and Torin wonders what to do with her. Saline reminds her that Eva saved her life, and Eva passionately tells him that she will not be used as a bargaining chip against her people, and she's ra- she'd rather die than go back to Mayfax. Torin is impressed with Eva's spine, and they decide to keep Eva's identity a secret until General Phelan, mm-hmm. however you say that it, comes Phelan back from fighting at the border. Torin explains to Eva that the bombing of Vandenberg caused a huge division in the Altavian people, some believing it was a war crime and others thinking it was justified and should be done again. Torin thinks it was a war crime and has no plans to use Eva in any way, but can't say the same about other people. Torin decides to stay a while and asks Eva if her people know where she is. Eva says no, but we flash over to Silas's mechanical bird, finding Eva's crown in the snow. Back in Bannenberg, Hunter and Tugra find where Jack confronted the hazers and left scorch marks everywhere, and Tugra begins to follow a scent. We switch to Maddie, who has gone by Alfie's house, and drops off an, an envelope of information to Brager to give to Alfie. Jack is incredibly bored after having been on house arrest by Harley, and he tells Maddie about maybe going somewhere that no one else would be. Jack takes Maddie down to her old home and explains why he has sympathy for the hazers and why he believed she was one. The fake Maddie Hazer doesn't come out of hiding, even when Jack shouts that he has chocolate, and he gets worried for her safety and goes to track her down. Maddie sighs, but grabs a metal pipe for protection and follows along. Jack tells her to stand back, because a metal pipe won't help with all the electricity, and he starts cranking. He fries the hazers, and Maddie helps by throwing rocks. She notices that the smog is lighting up and tells Jack to dial it back, and he listens, but accidentally kills a hazer with the metal pipe when he doesn't realize his own strength. He's really upset, but Maddie talks him through it and helps him calm down. They 
try to lure Hazer Maddie out from her hiding spot until Jack notices Tugra. Hazer Maddie jumps out to attack Tugra and protect Jack and real Maddie. They start to run, but Hunter jumps out behind Jack. To the comments. How convenient that you're available to clean his office, Maddie. <laughs> but also that really stressed me out with her searching and mm-hmm. him, like, he could come back at any moment. Fantastic writing that I was stressing that much, but I was yes. stressing. <laughs> My first comment didn't even start with that. It was, Hunter and Tugra just look so cool. Because <laughs> I really enjoy his character. He mm-hmm. and Idonia are probably my favorite side characters. I could see that, yeah. Eva's close, but she feels more main character at this point. Yeah. Because she's one of the side stories that we're following. I like Celine. Celine's probably mm. one of my favorite mm-hmm. side characters. All the side characters. This I know. It's so like there's cool. no bad side yeah. characters. They all have their own development. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Eva picked up on the whole, did he try to kill you as well as the prince comment that I Torin think, made? I think, cool, because she already knew they were trying to kill him. Did she? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Because yeah. I have to. Because she'd remember. heard their plans and she told her brother oh, to not go, yeah. and then her brother still insisted on going. Mm hmm. So. But since he came back, I didn't quite know. Anyways, I, cool. Yes. I'm mm-hmm. glad that you remember that because I did not. Yes. Um, the the brother-sister vibes from Letty and Jack are great. I yeah. just, it cracks me up. It makes me think of me and my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Aside from the um, the extra imbibing. Because mm. yeah. neither one of us over yeah. imbibes. <laughs> <laughs> Probably better. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Jack's cut back anyways. Because mm-hmm. his reason for doing that is Good not a reason anymore. Yeah. Because Maddie is there. Oh, <laughs> yes. um, All of my comments are in a different spot in the story than yours are. So I'm trying um, to figure out where my comments meet up with yours. I think um, this was around where the... I feel like... Um, the spine thing right here. Okay. Because I think Eva... The rest Eva's gotten at Saline's home is what mm-hmm. helped her spine grow a little bit stronger because yeah. it's like she's fully realizing what she got out of. Mm-hmm. And her um, saying, I will not be used against my people, mm-hmm. but I also don't want to go back. <laughs> yeah. I love that, you know, she finally has these good role models mm-hmm. that she can look up to to see it is possible to yeah. have a spine. You know, it's she hasn't seen that in Vandenberg. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited to meet General Phelan. I really hope that we do. Yes. Even to the point that we're at, we have not yet met General Mm -hmm. Phelan. Um, But I also wonder how, like, what's the time passage between where we are now and where the comic is currently at. Mm, True. Either way, though, I'm excited to meet General Phelan. I want to. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I said, no, the stupid mechanical (laughs) bird drowned our tea. All right. I know. (laughs) And, um, let's see, my next thing gets to where Jack and Maddie are holding hands. Is that... Mm-hmm. Um, so talk about passing ships in the night with Hunter and Maddie. Because they were, <laughs> like, in the crossing. Yeah. And then, yes, then they did... Yeah, that was a cool scene. Yeah. Cool artwork. And then they did end up, um, like, completely crossing paths mm-hmm. because of, um, the smog and stuff later where they're yeah. down in Hazerville. Whenever Jack and Maddie are holding hands, I just thought it was so cute. And the honesty that he gave to her about going to her old home all the time whenever he thought that she was there. And mm-hmm. then seeing Jack with Hazer Maddie. 
Oh, and then when real Maddie's like, if she's important to you, she's important, important to me. I was like, I want them together. I, I want them to declare it and be like, okay, we are in a relationship. Yes, <laughs> we are bonded. <laughs> bonded and romantically linked. Yes. <laughs> it would be really cool if they also became bonded as mm -hmm. well. Well, because you remember that. at the beginning, they had... Like in some of the side comments from mm -hmm. some Everyone of the characters, they, they were like, been. "Well, we thought they were like, well, there was even talk that he was going to choose her to be his mm -hmm. bonded scandal." Yeah, I want it so bad. No, yes, be bonded. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we wholeheartedly support. Yes, I loved that. Um, I was so glad that Maddie didn't just like rush in there with her metal pipe. She actually listened to Jack when he said, so "Don't do this," and like why? This. Yes, that's why. I'm like, it never happens this way. But she actually listens, and therefore she does not get hurt in the process because mm -hmm. it's really annoying when lead characters like, "Nah, just gonna do what I want, disregard the consequences," and then there are consequences. Yeah, yeah, that did not happen. <laughs> Thank you, Cat Owls. <laughs> <laughs> um. But I didn't think he'd actually killed the Hazer. I thought the Hazer was just stunned. Because mm, I thought something I thought happened later that... I think he's terrified that he did. Yeah. But I think... I Maybe... And maybe it's not, but I can't remember. But I feel like... If I, if I remember right... Mm -hmm. um, I feel like it, he was just stunned and the Hazer ends up like kind of waking up. A little bit later. Except maybe this explanation. I don't honestly remember. I, I thought he killed him, but I can very well be wrong. I, I could be too. I don't quite <laughs> remember. It's been a little I while just, since we took these notes. I feel like, if I remember right, because of later, because mm -hmm. Jack's main goal through this whole thing is to not been to actually kill anyone because yeah. of the advancements that he has from being a crank rat. Mm -hmm. And just an Altavian. Mm-hmm. Because this wasn't even his cranking, killing the Hazer, potentially killing. It's that he doesn't even know his own strength as an Altavian, that he just swung oh, yeah, that metal he pipe. he can't really ever act like it. But he was mm -hmm. also acting protective of Maddie, too. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. That's a poor not Maddie. I wonder why she... And then I also <laughs> wondered why she didn't recognize Maddie when it was her house she worked in. And it makes sense that she wouldn't recognize... That Maddie wouldn't recognize her because she looks totally different. Mm -hmm. But I feel like... If she can remember where Jack and Maddie wrote on the wall and that these kids were mm -hmm. such a big part of her pre-Hazer life. Yeah. Like, why Why can she not remember, like, at least see the traces of small Maddie and grown Maddie? Mm -hmm. I just wondered that. I don't know. Maybe it's point. just Maybe she's further gone than when she met Jack. That's possible, too. Yeah. This had such a cliffhanger ending, though. It did. It was intense. What a cliffhanger for you guys. <laughs> Not like you can't read ahead, but... Yeah. Podcast. Podcast-wise, if you're reading I, with yeah. the podcast and not going past, go. I don't know why you would, but... I mean, you should totally go past where we're at. Mm -hmm. I just, like, stumbled over all of my words before. It's, I have to do that. Yeah, sorry. It's words. They're hard. Let's try it. Oh, we should have done that from the beginning. The, the rim. Yeah. <laughs> you can still tell it's a can. I know. It's like when pre pre um pregnancy when uh -huh. I had the when I had oh, the, the truly seltzer. the yeah. seltzer because I was like I want a seltzer. Uh huh. Which if I was not pregnant I could really go for a seltzer right now. Just something cold with bubbles. 
Mm. I think I have a Fanta in the fridge. Well, red dye is probably perfect. not good for me either, but you know. Well, you know there's red dye in everything these days. <laughs> I'll take a little bit of red dye here or there. Yeah. Everything in moderation. There we go. There we go. <laughs> I've had to cut down on my Pop-Tart intake because Pop-Tarts have not sounded good this pregnancy. Oh, sad. And Pop-Tarts used to be a staple. Oh, shoot. I forgot to eat breakfast food. <laughs> They're so go. easy to just like take with you and go. Mm-hmm. I also have a Pop-Tart case. From when they sold them in the grocery stores, and it looks like the wild berry flavor. <laughs> I've seen you like pull that out of your purse. It is before, my, one of my and favorite, favorite things. Up. It is one of my favorite things. They used to, <laughs> my um, people in my youth group used to call mm-hmm. me Pop Tart when I was like, <laughs> and I had my Pop Tart case, and we'd be on a bus ride somewhere, and I'd pull out my Pop Tart, and they're yeah. like, what? <laughs> like, it's a Pop Tart case. <laughs> so they called me Pop Tart for a bit. My mom. They called someone else Toaster Strudel, so they were about some breakfast pastries. Mm, Toaster Strudels were good. Brown sugar cinnamon specifically. Mm. Toaster Strudel? Mm-hmm. I never had that flavor. Okay, so my mom only bought, like, the semi, the healthiest versions of these that you could get. So it was only fruit flavors allowed and unfrosted. Uh, Not for like toast for toaster strudels, you could use the little icing bag, but like for an actual Pop Tart, it was. makes me want a toaster strudel. Frosted. I haven't had those in years. Know, no, we so were allowed good. to have the frosted Pop-Tarts, but we couldn't have anything other than the fruit flavors. Yeah. And brown sugar cinnamon, because that's like mm. cinnamon That's the one I liked, thing. you know, once I could, you know, buy them for myself. So my sister would put them in the toaster and then butter them when they came out. I had never heard of people yeah. buttering them, but my it's in-laws we do that. to have the frosting ones. Well, my in-laws <laughs> will do that. They'll, for their, even their frosted ones, they'll put yeah. a little bit, they also put butter on everything. Mm. But they like, put a little bit of butter good. on it. And I'm like, I tried that once and I was like, this is disgusting. But oh, I also like may it. have done it wrong. Oh, so. fair. Yeah. I was like, I don't. But they also microwave theirs. Oh, no. It's too far. And I'm like, oh, we far. always put ours in the toaster. toaster. Yeah. If we warm them if up. If you toast it and then do butter, it's not bad. Especially for like a strawberry one. Hmm. And if you think about like, that's your only option, it tastes <laughs> better. <laughs> My, they don't have it anymore, but blueberry muffin. Specifically blueberry muffin. Because they sell blueberry, but they yeah. had it. It was a limited edition. Of course. But the blueberry muffin, I have yet to see it again. But mm-hmm. Pop-Tart, if for some reasoning you're... <laughs> reasoning. If for if some you reason do. you're listening to a Webtoon <laughs> podcast, please bring back the blueberry muffin flavor because I miss it and I will buy boxes. <laughs> oh, your whole sales will come from Caitlin. <laughs> I will buy all the blueberry muffin because <laughs> we're so good. It sounds really good to try. It's, mm. it's somehow different from just the plain blueberry ones. Yeah. I don't know how. Hmm. Something fake in there. Tasting real yeah. good. Oh, yeah. There you go. Some fake streusel. I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> streusel. Anyways. Mm. <laughs> so, thanks for listening to our final Webtoon re- like yeah, Webtoon discussion podcast. Because yeah. we'll have a recap one and that we'll record in about two minutes. But this is <laughs> it until we go on hiatus. Yep. So thank you for joining us this whole time. It's been really fun. It's been real and it's been fun. Yeah. So it has been real fun. There we go. What is that from? <laughs> it, That's a quote from something. I don't remember because I, I just remember people uh, saying it's been fun. It's been real. It's been fun, but it ain't been real fun. No, but I feel like that's a here. quote. It's been real no. fun. I probably could Google it. Uh, I've only probably. heard other people say it. That's it how I learned most so of my pop culture familiar. references. Yeah. <laughs> it's, that one's an old one though. Oh yeah. Anyways. Watch it be from, like, Napoleon Dynamite or something. Something dumb like that, yeah. <laughs> but thank you for joining us. It's, it's been nice. 
We have enjoyed discussing Crank Rides yeah. and are looking forward to continuing to discuss it when we come back. Yes. Is there anything else you want to add? Not really. I mean, cool. Come Let's back for it. our recap episode. <laughs>